and welcome to the Hand in Hand show where caregivers and survivors have honest discussions about stroke. We are a part of Stroke Focus Podcasts. This is Cam, your host. As co-host Kenny tells us a little bit about himself and I do a short interview with him. Hi, I'm Kenny Carbolito. I'm a brain aneurysm stroke survivor from 2008. Prior to that, I was um, in law enforcement and I was also a stand-up comedian for over 20 years. And I did the stage at night and I worked during the day, so it all came hand in hand. It worked really good. I've been married 20 years, two beautiful twin daughters. They're 26 now. And I had a family house on the hill, everything. And one day after the gym, you know, I was driving and it happened to me. My brain aneurysm popped. I went into a coma for two weeks and I was hooked to life support. I had all these tubes and everything. Opened my eyes two weeks later, everybody was around my bed, my bedroom. I thought I had a bad dream, but it was all reality. I'm a very positive person and I couldn't walk or anything or barely talk. I found the humor in a couple of things and I, you know, humor in myself because I, you know, I always thought I wasn't that funny, but people think I am. And um, I just looked at a positive um, light that it's going to be okay. I'm going to get better next week and a week turned to many years, but um, I came far. So I think I'm about 90% today um, from where I was because learning to walk again, scary, you know, it's a very scary thing. You feel alone. And at this time, you know, when I got home, uh, my wife for 20 years, she told me she was leaving. I thought she was going to the store to pick me up something, but she said she was leaving me and I thought she was going to be my caregiver. You know, we were together since high school, but um, that didn't work out. So I didn't, I didn't want to waste my energy on sobbing or anything. I just said, if she's not the one for me, you know, um, then I, I got to move forward and look out for myself. So that's a little synopsis of myself, and I'll get into more later down the road. So, um, you know, I talked about not liking the new person and having to, um, I guess, kind of work into it. Did you grieve the old you? You know, um, I did. I did for a minute. I mean, you know, I I thought, like, where am I going to go from here, you know, Everything was going wrong, you know, because I, I had like three car notes. I had a house note. I, all this stuff I was worried about, then, you know, t- taking care of stuff. And it just all hit me at once. But, you know, I saw the positive side to it ahead of time. And I said, you know, this is what I got to do to get where I want to be, you know, so. Okay. It sounds like your girls may have been in high school when this yes. happened. They were in high school. They were seniors in high school. Okay. And um, they came into the hospital to see me um, and my daughter, they just were very close. Um, One collapsed on the floor and they had to bring her into the hospital because she just couldn't take it. It just hit her like a freight train seeing me like that. Because we're up to this day, they call me every day um, after work. They're both in the medical field. They call me after work and FaceTime me on my Facebook and uh, or my my iPad. And they call me, they're identical twins. They call me 30 seconds apart without even knowing it. Like, it's really weird how they do that. I go, you guys are freaking me out, you know? And they go, I go, did you talk to your sister? She goes, no, I don't talk to her till later. But they contact each other every evening before they sleep. 
Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, they're really good girls. They're um, very good girls. So how do you think, other than that initial shock, what do you think that, how do you think that affected them? It, you know, it hurt to see their dad um, in, a, in a bad situation, um, but they took care of me. Like, you know, like I said, my wife was leaving me and she didn't help me at all. They helped me because we had a two-story, so it was hard to get up the stairs. So my daughters would both, you know, help me up the stairs, help me down to eat, or they'll bring me food. Um, but I felt that, you know, um, they shouldn't have to do all that, but they did it anyway because they love me, you know. But it yeah. affected them um, just seeing their dad, you know. But they appreciate me so much today that they don't, you know, go a day without calling me. Yeah. So, well, I have to say, Kenny, we have a lot of things in common so far that I'm finding out right now as I talk to you. Yeah. I have a two-story home. My yeah. daughter was in high school also. Right. Um, you know, and she's going into the medical field. She's going back to school to become uh, a nurse. Good, good. Yeah, so I don't know if it, if it had something to do with the stroke or if it had something, you know, with your girls that they decided they needed to to uh, do that. But I uh, I think that's that's neat that they all have had or that we even have this in common. Yeah, and my daughter, um, Gabrielle, she's older by 30 seconds. Um, I knew when she was in high school she was going to be something in the medical field because um, – she, instead of joining the cheerleading team or playing baseball, badminton, whatever, she worked with handicapped disabled kids on, on her, um, her lunchtime. And, and on her, one of her periods, she would always help out. So I said, you know what, that takes a lot to do that, and it takes a special person. And she was that person to do that. So I think it, it was meant to be for what they're doing, you know. That's great. I think that's really wonderful. And as I said, I've learned a lot here. Thank you for letting me kind of interview you and for telling your story or yeah. at least parts of it. Um, and I hope that uh, this kind of lets people know that, that we're real and uh, that we both had strokes. Yeah. It, you know what? Um, when you, when you have a stroke, it's not the end of, it's just the beginning of a new life. Like I, I started out and I said, you know what, I'm going to pick up and, I'm going to start something new because prior to this, um, you know, I was, um, you know, in law enforcement uh, and then I also owned a um, tattoo parlor that I, I just, I, I don't even know how to tattoo. My daughter came home with a $400 tattoo and I said, how much did you pay for that? You mean kids are paying that much? So I went and hired a tattoo artist and I opened a shop and it's still open today. But what I did was in the divorce, um, my wife didn't ask for anything. She just asked. I just gave her the tattoo shop because she has to pay the insurance and the rent for that. So let her deal with it, you know. Well, thank you, Kenny. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Hand in Hand Show. We hope you enjoyed it. If you would like to keep the discussion going, please join Stroke Focus social media website dedicated to stroke survivors and caregivers. Stroke Focus is S-T-R-O-K-E-F-O-C-U-S. Stroke Focus is a part of Wohala, which in Mandarin means I have survived. 
If you wish to be a part of the show or would like to be interviewed as part of the show, please contact us at contact at strokefocus.net. 